What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Lifting Nerd Podcast. This is your host, Adrian. I know it's been uh, you know a week since we've uh, you know done this recording right here, but we are live on Instagram and Facebook as well. If you guys don't know that, uh, you know, come check us out uh, at you know underscore Adrian Ma. Uh, you could find me on that Instagram tag, and uh, we've also got this recording on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So check out our previous podcast. So um today we are uh you know at the 48th episode uh two more episodes and we're going to call it end for this season uh, of lifting nerds uh for that i would really want to thank everybody who has supported and uh, really looked in uh actually listened to you know what we're blabbing about uh it's been really fun uh but here uh i want to talk a little bit uh, a little bit something more a little bit more in depth that is uh you know lifting with a purpose that's actually what it says on uh, the title as well so in this episode uh you know it may or may not apply for the general population and i'll explain why in a little bit but um so i gotta i just gotta ask you guys to bear with me a little bit more so you know all sports i will just put it out there all sports are not the best example of health Okay, so it is under categorized as sports and fitness, but not health and fitness or health and wellness or whatever you want to call it. So any single sport, you can actually think of, can think of any sport. If you guys can think of any sport with a competitive sport, um, you know, that is healthy, let me know in the comments or whatever you want uh, after DM me, whatever. But I can tell you straight off now, there is no sport. Uh, you know, in the market right now that, you know, any competitive sport that is actually good for health. So, um, you know, but I mean, here we are actually talking about a, uh, an actual passionate sport that you may, you may be into. Let's, uh, for example, you know, you, you, you want to do, um, you know, any, any sort of like sport, let's say, you know, you, you go do that sport and you, you know, you go train for it. Let's, for example, you know, like any sort of Olympic athletes would, you know, say the same thing, uh, any like, uh, marathon runners or any like triathlons or, you know, short distance, hundred meter dashes, these type of athletes, you know, they would, you know, they would train specifically for what their sport is going to be. So that's actually highly different from what we discussed, uh, you know, for health and fitness, uh, for generalized uh, population. And it's also very different on how they approach their training as well. So we're going to get into that in a little bit. So if you look at, you know, like very top uh, world-class athletes, let's say, you know, LeBron James, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody on this platform will probably know who LeBron James is. One of the greatest, well, arguably the, one of the greatest NBA players. Um, but you know, he can't deep squat, but you can look at it's deep squat. Um, I don't know if you can find this, you know, on the internet, I'm pretty sure you guys could find something very similar. You look at LeBron's deep squat and it's pretty shit. I'll be honest right there. I've seen it and it's kind of pretty shit. It's unstable. He can't really do it. But come to think of it, you know, he does his sport doesn't require him for a deep squat. You know, as if you guys who don't know what LeBron James is, man, uh, I would highly guys go Wikipedia him or you know go to YouTube and search for who, who is shit. But I'm sure like 99% of you who know who knows who's uh, who's this uh, you know LeBron James guy. So as a basketball player, that's what it is. He's a professional basketball player. Um, you know, there isn't really a time where this athlete you know will need to be squatting in the bottom position. Um, you know, as you can, uh, you can just imagine that, uh, they're mainly just on, you know, one leg, a lot of time, a lot of running, a lot of, you know, like drill stuff, you know, um, 
for those who are, you know, basketball freaks, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, if they were to squat, which is uh, yes, they do, uh, which is part of their program is, um, you know, they would train mainly in the first half of their squat. So more like this, you can say considered like a 45 squat, you know, a 45 degree squat or maybe a 90 degree squat. And that's what's uh, that's what's going to really benefit them. And during their sport, that's the only kind of, you know, quote unquote squat that they'll actually use. You will never really see a basketball player, you know, like really deep down there, um, you know, unless they're just sitting down or resting. But, you know, that's it's not beneficial to their sport. So why did I actually bring this example is because this training uh, is a purpose, is a actual purpose of why they want to train that way. So not only that, I think each sport has a purpose, but, you know, therefore, uh, you know, it would actually directly impact the programming of the training. Uh, but most importantly is actually the execution of the lift. Okay. So let's say we just, let's say we talked about like a basketball, uh, but here's another example. Let's say, uh, um, you know, a power lifter, you know, a power lifter um, uh, versus, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna make it versus, I'm just gonna talk about a power lifter. So if you all don't know, power lifters uh, only do three main lifts and that's all. They do a bench, they do a squat and they do a deadlift. So their, their purpose is to lift the bar up if they're doing a deadlift, they lift the bar up uh, at a certain speed, at a certain height, hold it there and, you know, let it go. So uh, otherwise, it's going to be, you know, a bench where they unrack the bench, they touch their chest and they push it back up. So that's their purpose. That's their purpose as a power lifter. So all they train, if you can, if you can think about all they train, all their training will apply to what their sport is actually going to be. So. If I were you, if you were a powerlifter, would you find it, you know, beneficial to be on the elliptical for, I don't know, like 45 minutes or like 30 minutes? You know, it's no, you wouldn't. It's useless. So anything that they would do, like, for example, um, any and actually any lift, I would say it, it would be you know pretty beneficial for any powerlifter. Um, anything, anything from, you know, you know, machinery push, uh, you know, dumbbell presses, uh, of course, your barbells. Uh, and you know, how would you actually program it towards the meat? Um, so anything that has benefits, tricep extensions, uh, bicep curls, all these type of accessories would actually benefit to what their main purpose is going to be, which is just to do the three lifts and do as heavy as possible. So that's the purpose. So uh, each exercise, uh, you know, should be executed with a purpose. So let me elaborate on that a little bit. See, many people would just be, you know, for example, pushing, you know, rep by rep, but it really has no purpose. Um, and I'll, let me explain a little bit more why, uh, what I mean by that. So uh, that would probably uh, come to a sense where you're in the gym and you say, okay, you know what, today is chest day. I'm just going to, you know, bench. This will apply to uh, a, a lot more, uh, you know, very newer uh, gym goers who who, ha who have, uh, you know, a little bit more confused there, a little bit less experience. So they would just, you know, oh, my buddy, my homie just says, uh, you know, this dumbbell press would be good. And I'm going to hold my angle, my my elbow like 90 degree up there and I'm going to start pushing. That's what they, that's what my bro says. And that and, you know, he's pretty jacked. So I think it's works. I'm going to listen to him and they'll just start doing that. But it really has no purpose. They're just, he'll probably jack off like 10 reps and then and then that's it. Um, 
what the bros are going to say, you know, like, oh, yeah, you get a good pump from your chest. So, yeah, that is good. That's a good part. But, you know, what was your purpose? What was your purpose? What was your purpose to build muscle? Yes. Okay. That's good. So if it was to build muscle, we've been talking about this on this, um, you know, in this podcast of building muscle for a very long time now, for at least like six months and above that, you know, what, you know, what actual muscle stimulus should feel like versus what your mechanics is. So just banging it out, you know, for rep for where for the 10 reps for, I don't know, four or five sets, 40 reps of that. And, you know, things that you might be leaving out is probably the execution of the lift. Is it efficient for, you know, your, your mechanics? Um, You know, are you just feeling the pump or are you actually controlling that rep thinking about that full retraction and contraction of that muscle fiber that makes a huge difference now is saying it and actually executing is going to be very different so i'm just going to put it out there so if you guys really want to experience what it should feel like versus what it actually feels like then i really highly recommend you guys you know you know seek for a trainer for that um that'd be really really beneficial and um and i'm actually hearing something um you know which is going around in other corporate gyms of the misunderstanding of progressive overload and linear progression. So we have been tied to the tradition of linear progression for a very long time. We know back into, uh, you know, the Arnold or even even the 70s, the 60s uh, of bodybuilding, where, uh, you know, we we want to push there, you know, there's there's a, a good study where, you know, volume and strength, you know, has equivalent, has some correlation to size. So the heavier you lift, the bigger you're going to get. That's where it kind of correlates together. So for building efficient muscle, um, you know, progressively overloading is important, but how to apply that. So uh, for those who are actually are working with me, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so I'm not going to go in depth of how that's going to, that's going to work because it's going to be like a whole, we've actually talked about this uh, of progressive overload. If you can check out the uh, episode with Brian Miner in our previous uh, podcast, go check that out. If you haven't, he talks like very in depth about progressive overload and what it actually is and actually how we can approach this uh, on uh, actually how to, you know, you know, develop muscle in the most efficient way. Uh, So in literature, in literature, uh, the newbies, like any, any, any person who's uh, new to the gym, uh, they're training with a purpose. If they train with a purpose, so let's say an example would be, you know, uh, one of my clients, um, if they train, their, their purpose is, you know, their goal. You can actually say that with their goal. So every single exercise that we apply to the program is, uh, you know, going to, going to benefit their absolute goal. So it's actually just walking towards the goal every single step. Now, usually newbies would see, you know, major results with the body composition and strength within the first year. That is in literature. Um, and it also has been, you know, proven that, it, you know, it works. Uh, so if you're a newbie and you're trying to like pack on like, you know, muscle, uh, he or she could, you know, potentially, you know, gain almost like 20 pounds of muscle within the first year if you are lifting with a purpose now if you've been you know growing around and fooling around that's it yeah it's probably going to slow down but if you are still 
you know, pretty new to the gym, then you could pretty much still pack on, you know, good amount of muscle or good amount of, you know, results within your first year. Um, and then uh, that actually all depends on, you know, your consistency and, you know, all that stuff all in all. And, uh, but, um, also where I was going to talk about was the lifting on purpose, like lifting with a purpose, uh, which is going to be the execution of the rep versus, uh, on how to ex execute it. So, uh, what a lot of like, what I'm going to go like really deep here. So, uh, what a lot of like, I'm going to give you like just an example of a, of a, a bench press. Okay. A bench press. So a bench press. Uh, a lot of people might use it to, you know, what, what, with the first thing you probably think of a bench press is, oh, I'm going to like get really big pecs. No, that's bro science. That is bro science. So if you, we look at the mechanics and if we look at the entire motion of the bench press, it number one, it's a full body effort um, lift and it's targeted to actually train your entire body and it is there to honestly give you the most amount of power to do one movement okay so that is your main goal is to lift the bar have it touch your chest or touch it on your torso and lift it up again that's the main purpose of a bench press so in literature and in the study bench press uh was compared with uh two other variations. So the barbell bench press, the dumbbell bench press, and a machine bench press. So all three, there was a, there was a study going on, uh, you know, back, I think it was by Brad Schoenfield, uh, if, you know, my memory serves me right. Um, anyways, they did the maximal muscle growth uh, that the dumbbells have proven to, you know, given the pecs the most muscle growth over the course of uh, eight weeks or 12 weeks, either, either way. Uh, this does not, this applies to, you know, uh, men and women, uh, by just the execution, uh, on how well it was executed. Uh, everybody that was in the test was pretty much, uh, you know, been lifting for at least six months. So, you know, they have a little bit of experience, but here's the point. Here's the point. The point is the dumbbell. If you think of the mechanics and the execution, there's a lot more range of motion that you can apply, um, and versus the, you know, barbell where you're locked into the same bar and you're in the same position for the almost the entire movement. Um, and the second one, it came to the machine. The machine, yeah, it does have a restriction with the range of motion, but it can, uh, you know, it, it, it fixes you in. It's a lot safer. And all you got to do is just power yourself up. So if you think of it, if you think specifically with uh, building muscle, quote unquote, how you want to build your chest, the only, the, you know, we don't really need, you know, barbell, you know, we don't really need the barbell bench to actually build your pecs. If the study has proven that dumbbell and machinery can actually give you the maximal results. So, you know, why do it? You know, there's no point to do it. Yeah, I guess we can say that is so much true. But as we say, as we were talking about, that is the purpose. My purpose or whatever that, that bro's purpose is to build his pecs and strictly concentrate on hypertrophy, then there is not really a need for a, a program of barbell bench in their program. I hope that makes sense. You know, if it doesn't make sense, you know, of course, leave uh, any comments or leave any questions in the comments. Um, but 
Also, uh, we've actually talked about this before, is lifting to failure. So I've seen very dangerous shit uh, where we have, you know, through two, three homies on a flat barbell bench and they were loading in and loading and loading until, you know, they're almost testing their, you know, one rep max. Um, that is not cool. I mean, number one, that is not safe. Uh, you could very easily hurt yourself. Uh, and obviously they, you know, it's very obvious they don't know what they're doing. Um, but if you are that, if you're that individual, if you tried that, please don't. Uh, if you don't know the lift well enough, uh, I would highly not recommend you try this or you do this. It's just going to lead to injury and uh, it's not efficient for you. And once you're injured, you're going to probably skip gym for the next three to four months and just trying to recover from that. And it's probably going to scar you a little bit uh, within the joints. You know, why do that? You know, there's, there's you know, no need for that. Um, just your ego getting into the way. Uh, but all in all, um, you want to think about every single time you go to the gym or every single time you lift, what is your point? You know, what are you trying to get at? Um, are you trying to build muscle? Are you trying to, you know, develop strength? Are you trying to just, you know, move better? Are you trying to like do all this type of, you know, funky stuff? Like, you know, do a 360 on uh, jump, you know, with a rotation and land on a BOSU ball and things like that. Are you trying to do that? You know, these are the goal. So I want you guys to think long and hard about what the goal is before you actually go to the gym and do nothing. Cause all in all, you're going to be wasting your time as well as, you know, losing that, you know, newbie gains, I would say quote unquote newbie gains in that first year. And you don't want that. Right. Uh, I'm not saying like, don't start, but actually start better, you know, get proper guidance, um, so you have someone to, you know, number one, hold you accountable that you're actually doing your shit right. Uh, and number two is actually understanding your own body as well. Now, understand your own body. It means a lot of things. Number one, the first thing I would highly recommend is actually understanding where your limitations are. How strong is your upper body compared to your lower body? What is your range of motion? What is a, a range of motion that you feel pain-free? Pain-free, okay? A range of motion that is pain-free. Got to check yourself on that. And, um, you know, this, and then once you have these parameters, you can use these parameters and go ahead and start your goal of lifting. And then, and then your fitness journey will just become so much more efficient. And that also, you actually see results so much faster than, you know, an average, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing at the gym. So lift with a purpose. That's all I have, uh, you know, really to offer uh, my two cents on that lift with any sort of, uh, you know, purpose that would actually get, you know, take you the long way, in, uh, you know, in the long run. But uh, I hope that helps, man. I'm going to stick around for any questions. Uh, but thank you for, uh, for listening. Um, we're just going to stop it right there. We'll probably see you guys next week. Peace.